Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's do this in this heat. Also, I hope you had a good day, but like it's too warm. There's no time. It's for too warm. Here. It's too cool. I look, I love you, bud. Right, bud? Come on. There we go. That's staying in. Oh. <laughs> What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Meehan, and joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Mr. Connor Lawler. Hi, Sean. I'm very cold. Um, it's a very cold day here, here in Ireland, and so that means my mind is working, I mean, perfectly, 100%. You know when you're cold and you're, like, alert? That's yeah, really yeah, what it's I like how a there. fridge is the most efficient uh, weapon. I don't know what that means. Uh <laughs> The Yeah, I checked the ambient temperature in this room that we're recording in. It's 30 degrees Celsius, which is about 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, cool. I want to die, so... <laughs> there is sweat going down my forehead currently, Sean, so I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what you're expecting from me from this Hero Zero. By the way, Hero Zero is the show where we choose Thanks. one comic book character every single week. We talk to the good points and their bad points, and we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I normally choose DC characters, and Sean normally chooses Marvel characters. But Sean, it's your week. It and is. And so... I'm excited, but also I really, really want to stop recording in this hot box. <laughs> so. it is, we had to close all the windows and turn off the fans to make the audio good. I hope you appreciate it. Please leave a like and comment on whatever subscription or platform also, you're on. Before you get into the report, we used to do a radio show that was recorded True. in this tiny little room. And outside was like, there was always kids playing, so you could never open the window because there'd be like, you just have kids on the microphone on live radio, which is not great. Um, True. But I remember days where me and you would be sitting there and like we the, the sweat was falling off us, but the room was tiny and there was only one window and we couldn't open it. There was one window that like focused the sun in on us and there was two of them in a room, <laughs> maybe one meter by three meters. 
Like it was scotching. Some of our best stuff. You know how Some it is. Our best, our best stuff comes out when you're clammy. It's where we peak. It's the suffering. I'm rolling up my sleeves. I don't give a fuck. I'm done. Oh, I'm in bits. Oh. Okay, Sean. I'm excited. Who have you done this week? I'm, I'm excited to know about this. Well, Connor, Spider Verse has come out. We did a review I've of it, it on Monday. My favourite Spider Man of all time is Ben Riley who was very well reflected, I would say, in that film. Uh, this also comes as a request from Ed, uh, who was messaged me and was like, hey, I realise we haven't done a Hero Zero on Ben Riley." I was just thinking that I was like, we've definitely done a Hero Zero on Ben Riley. Oh, we've done Kane Parker, who's another clone, <laughs> and Ben Riley <laughs> popped up in that one. By the way, you just said the phrase, another clone, which oh. if someone doesn't know who Ben Riley is, there's going to be a whole lot of explaining to do. Well, look, I, got, I decided the easiest way to talk about this is just to not address the clone saga at all <laughs> and just tell it incidentally as it comes up. Because <laughs> otherwise it's ludicrous. And um, pe- I, Look, I think I'll give a general overview. You don't have to go into it, right? But the Clone Saga was it. a story in the Spider-Man comics in the 90s where yeah. they decided that Peter Parker, apparently, if as a shocking cover for a comic book, he found out he was a clone. Um, and then there was a whole thing of when did he die? When was he cloned? What happened? It, the saga went on for, I could only assume, maybe 10 years. It went on way too long and every single issue had to end with a cliffhanger. So always, there was always someone coming back to life or a different Spider-Man coming up as yeah. a clone. It was just the world's worst cliffhangers in a story that made no sense, meandered along and just they made stuff up as it went along. And this happened, right? And then Ben Reilly became his own character. And then they've retroactively added stuff in between all of the bits. And it's just this absolute clusterfuck that has now become part of the character, which is something I'm going to touch on and here. And Ben Reilly, by the way, was the original clone. I bet that's what we're doing here. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But again, we're glossing over most of that, Connor. So, yeah, look, yeah. yeah. Uh, the reason Ben Riley was created, he was created by a geneticist supervillain called the Jackal, uh, Miles Warren. And he was made to basically torment Spider-Man because the Jackal was in love with Gwen Stacy and the Jackal blamed Spider-Man for Gwen Stacy's death. Okay, so he's like, I'm going to make a clone and I'm just going to make him fight Spider-Man and that'll be um, the, the, the way to go. So the two Spider-Men fight. The clone does not have a name at this point. It's Peter Parker versus a clone. But he um, looks like Peter Parker. He looks exactly like Peter Parker. It's a very mm. good comic cover. Good. Um, during the fight, only one could survive uh, because uh, Ned Leeds, who is Peter Parker's best friend, um, was going to be uh, blown up. He was going to be <laughs> bombed to death. Okay? <laughs> you know how it is. <laughs> so one of them frees Ned. The other one stays behind to try and disarm the bomb. Jackal then explodes it, seemingly killing himself and also the clone. All right? Problem solved. No need Spider-Man to go retrieved the corpse of the clone, quote-unquote corpse, ladies and gentlemen, and buried him at an industrial chimney. He just drops him down a chimney. It's a really weird choice that he makes. Ah, uh, very... A humanist approach from old Petey Parker. The clone, however, was alive and managed to survive due to the fact that the jackal had injected him with something earlier while he was unconscious. That's how it's explained. Um, In an attempt to sow confusion between Peter Parker and the clone, I'm going to say this and I need you to just go with it. I don't ever want to talk about this again. 
To sow confusion between Peter Parker and the clone, the Jackal dumped a different, already dead clone of Peter Parker down the same smokestack that Peter Parker dumped the living clone in after the Jackal had rescued him. <laughs> I really tried to gloss over at the first start, but people listened. This was this is in this a comic book. Every week, this shit was coming out. <laughs> And they were like, I always in my head with the clone saga, think of like them in the writer's room, so they're releasing an issue. And then they all go back to the writer's room and they're just like, oh, what the fuck are we going to do for next time? Yeah. Oh, um, anyone have any ideas? Jackal makes another clone, right? Because like, Good one. <laughs> well, here's the thing is that the original clone thing happened in like, I think it was the 70s, right? that there was this clone of Peter Parker that was made. He was dumped in a chimney. We see the skeleton in that issue, right? Then in the 90s, they decide they want the clone to come back, but we've already seen the skeleton. So they yeah. just wrote in that Jackal put in a decoy skeleton for no you reason. that right to a decoy <laughs> skeleton, why not? That's the perfect way to write around it. It's the genius, boys. The um, After the clone regained consciousness, the clone witnessed Peter Parker and Mary Jane in an embrace and concluded that he must be the clone as his feelings wouldn't have developed to the point where he could emotionally love Mary Jane. That's that's the logic by which he decides he's a clone. Because through his whole clone. issue, the debate is, is he a clone or is he the real Peter Parker? Okay? <laughs> so his logic is that it's because he doesn't want to kiss Mary Jane, so he must be a clone because he doesn't have the emotional feelings. His logic is that, yeah, that it's such a loving embrace that he sees the other two in that Mary Jane couldn't love the clone in the same way that she loves Peter because they they have an emotional connection that's stronger than biology. Uh, And the fact that he has all of his memories as well. um, (laughs) Okay. So, after this, the clone spent the next five years in exile from New York. He dubbed himself Ben Riley, using his Uncle Ben's first name and his Aunt May's maiden name. Um, after a period where he was struck down by the flu, as we all are, uh, he met a scientist named Seaward Trainer. Seaward Trainer was a... He worked with the High Evolutionary, so he understands genetics and cloning and all this thing. Sounds like uh, a fucking nerd, Seaward. C-word. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit C-word myself, Connor. Um, <laughs> is he a bit of a C-word? A bit of a C-word. A bit of a C-word all around. Bad dude. Bad dude. <laughs> but C-word is like, listen, just because you're a clone, you can still be your own person. Um, so what C-word does is he helps Ben. He gives him fake references so that he can find work. Uh, and it basically Ben then like hops between jobs, moves between cities because he can't stay anywhere too long before people figuring out, hey, this guy has no real backstory he's Mm. just showed up one day with all of these references um however he does still have all the spider powers so so he's just not using them he tries to stop but he has spider sense resulting in him helping the local police to deal with various gangs in salt lake city he also had the uncle ben experience like he got the great power great responsibility line he is functionally Peter Parker up until the moment he's made and then they become different people. Right. Okay. So, so, I mean, by that logic then, 
wouldn't he feel feelings towards Mary Jane? Well, Connor, that is going to come up later on. I will explain this. Also, I know the the, the twist that's coming, and I yeah. really want to set it up. <laughs> and I so, think anyone listening just they know the twist that's coming. Yeah, it's oh, it's a, and it's going to come a couple of times. Believe me. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, just when you think the twist is coming, it's going to twist back around. So you're back on the straight and narrow, and then the twist is coming again. So during his time in Salt Lake City, Ben Riley found love with a college student slash waitress named Janine Godby. Uh, she was later revealed her true identity was Elizabeth Tyne. This is all retcon stuff that's been added in since. She's yeah. a character called Hallows Eve who was a fugitive who killed her father after uh, repeated years of abuse. Um, although Ben spent some time living with Janine, she apparently committed suicide out of guilt for her past crimes. We say apparently there, because of course she fucking does Oh, I, I heard the word apparently, and I assumed rightly that they would, I mean, you'd have to bring her back, because like... You could never let this story die. It has to continue getting more convoluted as the issues go on. Dude, and like this has gone on, like bullshit has been happening up until even about three months ago where <laughs> new developments happened with Ben Riley. Um, after Janine's apparent suicide, he began working in a high school using an alias, um, initially letting students believe him to be uh, mentally disabled um, so that no one would pay any attention to him. After this, um, he helped rescue a woman from Home Invaders where he realised, oh, I can be Spider-Man, I can help people. Um, he then worked in Italy for a little while until the mafia made him leave. Um, and this is all just adding colour to Ben Riley's life and existence. <laughs> the mafia made him leave. Get out, Ben. We don't want you. We don't even we don't like you, here, you buddy. Ben. Just leave. So, de- so he after leaving Italy... He decides to return to New York because Aunt May is dying, uh, as she always is in comics. Apparently. Apparently. Uh, Coming to see Aunt May, Ben came face to face with Peter and had to explain his reasons for returning. Um, Peter had also been through some recent tragedies at this time that we won't get into, but his presence inspired Peter to get through that dark mood. And so they actually became friends and they started working side by side as Spider-Man and the Scarlet Spider. Okay, so everything's going great for both of them right now. Apparently. Until Seaward Trainer turns back up and he says that Peter was the clone and Ben had been the real Peter Parker all along. <laughs> Yay! You knew it was coming. <laughs> you gotta have that moment where, wait a minute, if I'm here and I'm the... What no! no. <laughs> uh, this drove Peter almost insane and left Ben stunned. They agreed to keep their names since Ben still didn't feel like he deserved the name Peter Parker. So now Ben Peter, is Peter Parker and Peter Parker is Ben. No, they've kept their own name. So Peter no, Parker is like Peter in, But in terms of who they are in the body, Ben is Peter and Peter is Ben, but they've they've kept the names of Peter and Ben on the opposite people. Yes, the continuity that is being presented right now is that the Ben Riley who went to Salt Lake City and then Italy and everything like that was actually Peter Parker the whole time. But he's still called Ben Riley. But he's still called Ben Riley. <laughs> and then the other guy is Ben Riley, but he's called Peter Parker. Yes, but that Peter, that the person that thought they were Peter Parker this whole time has gotten Mary Jane pregnant. So they decide, we're just going to peace out, we're going to leave, and now you're the Spider-Man of New York. 
So now Ben Riley, who looks exactly like Peter Parker, only he has blonde hair, which he dyes himself, is now the cool new 90s Spider-Man in New York, is all that's happened It was just a way to get a cool new 90s Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you remember Kane Parker, the other clone that was made? Well, I'm, I know Kane's coming in at some stage because, I mean, you're not going to just have two clones. I, I want stories where the two of them are together and then we have a comic book issue where a third clone is there and they're like, who's that guy? There's a couple of them. There's Spider-Side, there's, there's yeah. Tarantula, there's a whole load of them. Uh, so, Kane Parker is angry, even more emo Spider-Man, okay? He does this thing called the Mark of Kane where... The way Spider-Man's um, wall crawling abilities work is that he can stick himself to any surface and if he doesn't choose to let go, he won't. So he will stick someone's stick his hand to someone's face, attach it and then rip their skin off. That's called the Mark of Cain is what he does. He's a bad dude. Edgy. 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 So edgy. However, yeah. all of these Marks of Cain leave Peter Parker's fingerprints on all oh, of these criminals. So Peter Christ. Parker is put on trial for murder. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not Peter Parker, it's Ben. No, it is Peter Parker, but he's called Ben Riley. He is. It's presented that he was the one who was cloned, but now he's Peter Parker. Uh, and so he is going okay, to prison right, so as Peter Parker. Let's, let's just all settle in. Okay. So Peter Parker, who is named Ben Riley, is on trial for murder, for murders no. committed by Kane Parker, who has somehow, somehow, well, his fingerprints are the same. So yeah. the DNA but, matches. But Kane, yeah, but there is no one called Kane Parker in any DNA database or fingerprint database. Of course, there's only Peter Parker. So between the yes. three of them, all of them can kill, but Peter's always going to get the blame. But they're all Peter Parker, but they're not. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is going to get even more confusing because... How big was the board with the wet red string? <laughs> I imagine it must have just been a whole wall at this point. Like, <laughs> How were they keeping on track of where everyone was? So the Peter Parker that went off to live with MJ and have a happy family, right? That Peter Parker is the one on trial for murder. Goes to prison. Ben Riley. <laughs> ben Riley takes Peter's spot in prison, meaning no, and it, meaning that that Peter that went away to live with MJ now becomes New York's only Scarlet Spider. He doesn't become Spider Man again. <laughs> You're saying all this like it solves the problem, and I'm more confused. <laughs> so. Then, after this, Ben Ben is exonerated, or, well, Peter's exonerated, but it's Ben in prison. One of, the, one of the three is exonerated at this There's point. no Spider-Man in prison at the minute. Uh, <laughs> Good stuff. So, and Peter and MJ are like, we're going to go back home and live away from here. Ben, do you want this spider suit? Um, and just knocking about. Knocking about, uh, and Ben is like, "No, I'm going to just be the Scarlet Spider." Um, he joins the New Warriors, although he soon quits because he was he he refused to take off his mask, and they didn't trust him. Uh, so then, <laughs> fuck me, it's so warm. So Peter's gone. Ben is the only Spider Man, Spider Person in New York. He decides to become Spider Man once again. Uh, so he gives up the mantle of Scarlet Spider, starts going by Spider-Man. Uh, he right. began to shape his own life 
um, starts working at a barista in a local coffee shop, started dating local university student Jessica Carradine. Um, he ended things with her because she is the daughter of the burglar that killed Uncle Ben. Uh. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. So he's had two female love interests. One yeah. killed her father because and then committed suicide for through Supposedly. the guilt. And then, sorry, supposedly, but didn't, but she's still alive, but supposedly she's dead. And the other one is is the daughter of the lad who shot Uncle Ben. Yes. Surely there has to be somebody else. New York is so big. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they only running into these people? So as the rumours of a new Spider-Man spread through the streets, Ben thought about contacting the Human Torch. Uh, but he had no idea what kind of relationship he and Peter had. The Human Torch eventually took the initiative and wrote a message to Spider-Man in the sky, saying to meet him at the Statue of Liberty. Johnny realised almost immediately that he was a different Spider-Man to the one he knew, um, and angrily asked him who he was. Ben replied by saying he didn't have to explain himself to him. Then, after saving a woman from committing suicide on Christmas Day... Ben met up with Johnny Storm at the Statue of Liberty again after another message in the sky. It turns out that the Human Torch and Peter always meet up at the statue on Christmas morning uh, to kind of exchange pleasantries. Um, then uh, Johnny gives him a fast, fantastic four communicator in case he ever needed to talk in the future. So the Fantastic Four, the first family of Marvel, the comics are like, the comic writers are just like, hey, they love this new Spider-Man. Yeah. So you yeah. should be on board with Ben Riley. The, the, the problem is, and look, I don't want to say they've gone wrong, but I mean, every other thing I've ever learned about Ben Riley has been against my own will. And I feel like <laughs> at this point, if I was reading these issues, I would be like, just do one and then have him be friends with the Fantastic Four and we can be done with it. Well, it's about to get a lot more interesting. How Connor. is it going to get more... <laughs> Do you remember Seaward Trainer? Seaward Trainer's coming back, oh, you I... see. Because it's revealed. <laughs> it's revealed, Connor, in a reveal that Seaward was working for Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin, the whole time. Uh, oh, you s- fuck. You see, Norman had survived the glider to his chest that killed him all of those years ago. And he created the whole clone saga in order to drive Peter Parker insane. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I thought the Jackal came up with it to drive Peter Parker insane. Norman made him do it. (laughs) (laughs) So Norman drove Jackal insane to the point where Jackal wanted to drive Peter Parker insane. And somehow this is a good plot point that we're all meant to be on board with. Yes. So... Peter Parker comes back at this point to fight. Uh, also, there's a whole thing where Norman Osborn had kids with Gwen Stacy, and it's a really weird thing in comics that no one really addresses, and it's one of the worst things that they've yeah. ever done. Um, but, so, the, fir- the main thing to know is that when a clone dies, their body disintegrates into dust. Okay? So, during a confrontation between the Green Goblin and the two Spider-Man, Spider-Men, Norman impaled Ben Riley with his glider, and Peter watched as he disintegrated, proving that Ben was the clone all along, and Peter Parker was never a clone. This is when they bring him back as Spider-Man, because everyone hated Ben Riley at the time. But up until this point, they've been saying that Ben has been Peter, and Peter has been Ben. 
but they've yes. just swapped names. They're saying that everything that ever happened to Peter Parker was indeed Ben Riley, but he didn't feel worthy of the Peter Parker name. I think this might be as bad as your Psylocke report. I, I genuinely... It's I, not me, Psylocke though. Was, it's the writing. No, no, it's not you. But Psylocke, to, to even attempt this on a day in the summer is almost too mad to even consider. And I, I respect you, but also fuck you. So, I mean, you have to factor both of those points in. Okay. We're into a weird bit. I'm going to try and breeze through this as best I can. We're going into the weird bit. <laughs> well, Ben Riley comes back, Connor, by the, the jackal who's still around and cloning lads. Um, and was the jackal driven mad to bring Ben Riley back by a Norman Osborne, who I assume was driven mad to bring the jackal in by Electro? I'm not quite sure. It's all connected. Well, it's interesting you're naming villains. That'll come up in a second. Um, so... The, the Jackal had developed cloning technology to bring people back up with memories up until their point of death. However, they suffered from cellular degradation. They aged very, 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 very quickly. Uh, in order to try and solve this, the Jackal uh, killed and resurrected Ben Riley multiple, multiple, multiple times. Um, Riley then managed to break free, attack the Jackal and cloned the Jackal a bunch of times. Riley then takes on the mantle of the jackal and starts this like pharmacy company where they clone people to get healthy organs to keep people alive for ages. Okay, I'm but I'm breezing through this. Okay, he resurrects Gwen, Gwen Stacy and is like, I don't trust myself without Gwen, and then. Gwen Stacy's back. It's all great. He clones uh, the jackal. He clones the jackal. He clones all of the Spider-Man villains and creates this like little community underground where they all live in harmony. He then brings Peter Parker in and is like, isn't this class? Do you know what I'm going to do next if you join me? I'm going to bring back Uncle Ben. And Peter Parker is just like... What the fuck is going on? He's wear, like, like Ben Riley goes fully insane at this point. Like well, he's I mean, wearing he's a jackal. Brought, he's been killed like a, and brought back to life multiple times. Exactly. Every time he does it, his soul is fucked. His mind is fucked. It's all fucked. Uh, so he, he he's like, I'll bring back Uncle Ben. We'll, it'll be great. We'll live in paradise. And then Peter is like, he, he has this really good line. Is that like, Ben, you, you possess power, but you don't have responsibility. <gasps> and, and it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, oh, that's like similar to what the other lad said. Indeed it is, Connor. Uh, ben then orders all of the villains that he had cloned to attack Peter at of once. Um, he then, uh, Ben attempted to transfer his mind into a prototype body that wouldn't suffer the degradation. He does it, but Dr. Octopus knocks him unconscious. Everyone flees. And then Ben Riley goes back to his own safe house and kills the original jackal uh, who he had captured <laughs> that whole jackal. time. He's just an old man who was weirdly in love with a 19-year-old girl. He, uh, just, he just wanted to commit a little bit of weird fucking love, right? And look, he's frowned upon. That's that's down bad. If we're going to say mm-hmm. that, it's bad. He's getting bonked. I don't know if he deserved to have his whole identity cloned, take his, then his whole life ruined and then murdered and ta- his body taken. No, but... Jail. Ben does, I would accept jail. Have, 
Jail is fine. Jail is fine. Um, after this, Ben decides to pave a new future for himself. The words of Peter Parker resonated with him. He realises he has to do good. He goes to Las Vegas in an attempt to begin a new life. Um, returning to the mantle of Scarlet Spider in the How process. many times has Ben Riley attempted to start a new life in comic books? Uh, this particular time, I believe, is his fourth. He's always going away with like a stick with a little bag at the end. Oh, you know, you know, like that shot of the spider suit in the bin. That's him every day. And he's always waving and we're like meant to care after the seventh time. So Ben's past still haunted him in the form of disassociative identity disorder, which caused Ben to hallucinate his past selves. Uh... Not long after that, he was forced into an alliance with a businesswoman named Cassandra Mercury, whose daughter Abigail had been one of the people that had gotten the clone organs from Jackal uh, when Ben was Jackal. Um, now, the, the, her, Abigail's disease had come back and Ben is like, OK, I'll help you find a cure for this disease. Ben was being followed by Kane Parker, who wanted to kill Ben for all of the bad things he did as the Jackal. Um, Kane eventually agreed to let Ben go until Abigail was cured. Now, so, by the way, this is Kane, who's the moral compass, who is the guy who's ripping people's faces off. Exactly. Uh, good stuff. Not a good sign for Ben Riley. Mm. In an even worse sign, Ben was confronted by the personification of death, uh, who had become obsessed with Ben due to the many times he had died and come back to life. <laughs> Death warned Ben that his many passings through the afterlife had corrupted his soul, though it would eventually heal in time to the point where he could return to being the hero he once was. However, one more death and resurrection would forever contaminate his soul, and he could never be returned. We finally have stakes. Good. Finally. As a parting gift, after this conversation... Uh, Death offered to either bring Cain, who Death had killed when he tried to attack Ben, or Abigail, who had died of her injuries, back to life, uh, prompting Ben to offer his own life in order to save theirs. (gasps) So now that's kind of a heroic thing to do. After the jackal thing and after all the fighting, Ben had had really bad scarring on his face um, as if to show I feel kind of scared, to be honest, but I'm I'm fair enough. Imagine reading it week on week. Uh, So, amused, Death not only resurrected Cain and Abigail, but healed the scars on Ben's face too. Although, he learned that if he compromised his heroism, the scars would return. That's kind of cool. That is cool. That's the first cool thing that's happened. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, this I'm entirely breezing over because it's bullshit. He gets involved with the Midnight Suns trying to... Uh, stop Mephisto taking souls of the people in Las Vegas. Mephisto offers Ben a deal. He will save Abigail's life and purify his soul in exchange for helping him stop the Midnight Suns. Ben agrees to this, but ultimately goes back on the deal with Mephisto. Um, He eventually gets the cure um, from the angel Gabriel himself. Uh, However, just as Ben is about to inject the cure into Abigail, um, a, a demon who is pretending to be Mephisto basically stuck, killed Ben. Can I just ask you, are you on drugs? Yeah. Currently? I wish I was, man. I wish I was. It's all heat stroke. <laughs> Everything you just said makes so little fucking sense. Not from you, but whoever wrote that needs to be arrested. The, whoever came up with those ideas needs to be put in a jail cell and made think about what they've just done. 
it's it's so bad. So look, Ben is dead. Abigail gets the cure injected in her because it's the cure is the blood of the angel Gabriel. So Abigail ascends to a spiritual level of existence, cures Ben and uh, heals his soul. Well, brings him back to life. However, uh, he Ben is now sociopathic and he enjoy. When he's doing violence, he enjoys it. He feels bad afterwards, but he really enjoys violence. Okay? <laughs> Up until this point, he's been so nice. <laughs> he's, he has been. He has been. Like, oh, yeah. So then, th- this is the end. This is right at the end. We're right at the, at the final you bit. It. Come on. It, so, Superior Spider-Man happens. Dr. Octopus takes over Peter Parker's body. This is when all of the Spider-Verse stuff happens in the comics. Okay? Um... The Inheritors, who hunt spider people and eat them, they're vampires, that's all you need to know. They are using cloning technology to escape from their prison. Ben Riley volunteers himself to Otto Octavius, being like, I know the most about cloning, objectively. Mm-hmm. Um, Otto is unsure, because he remembers all of the bad things that Ben did as the jackal. However, Ben explained that having been killed and resurrected so many times, he had been driven insane and was trying to redeem himself, something that Otto should be able to identify with. Um, Otto ultimately betrayed Ben, giving him to the inheritors in exchange for all of the other spiders being left alone. Uh, So Otto's just like, listen, you can have him. He's the worst one of us. Uh... Not and even then just Kane. leave all of us alone. Not even Cain. Cain, I think, is dead at the time. Um, one of the inheritors consumes Ben and is immediately driven insane by being forced to relive the memories of his 27 deaths and resurrections. Oh, that's good. Ben was resurrected a 28th time by Otto, who revealed that he and Ben had actually planned this from the beginning. <gasps> ben stated that it had given him a clean slate Not only had his scars disappeared, but apparently his last death and resurrection had made him sane again. As he put it, he was back to factory settings. (laughs) Now. Sean, that is shit. It's so bad. It's so bad. I have never come in at the end of a report before, but not the report. That story, the whole thing, shit. It's it's really bad, okay? It gets worse. Uh, I, I don't even have this written, I just know this happens, is that within the last three months in comics, Ben Riley lost all of the formative Peter Parker memories, so all of the Uncle Ben great power, great responsibility. Fuck all of that. He's now a villain named Chasm who has all of the spider powers, but he can also make things out of light. It's so dumb and bullshit. It Shit kinda again. looks cool. <laughs> Real bad. Real bad. Powers and abilities. All of the things Spider-Man has, essentially. Cool. Superhuman strength, stamina, speed, durability, regeneration, agility, reflexes, balance, spider sense. We know what all of these are about. Wall crawling. One thing he doesn't have that Peter Parker has is indomitable will. If Peter mm. Parker decides something, he will stick to that. Whereas Ben Riley, as is proven, little bit unstable. He's a bit flaky. He's a little bit flaky. And look... In this amount of heat, that's my... That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm saying about Ben Riley. Oh, Jesus. Truly, truly one of the greatest reports I've ever heard. Um, Thank you very much. In, Appreciate I that. think... No, I think I stick by um, indictments for everyone involved. Um, yeah. I think they cool should design, all be ashamed though. of themselves. Really cool design. He's got a hoodie on. He's got a hoodie I don't care Spider-Man. what he's designed like. Um, oh, every right. story he's in appears to be, and I can only assume from listening to this... Fucking shit. 
And Which is why I think the way they did it in Spider-Verse is amazing, where he's just like, I'm just remembering my traumatic past. <laughs> Which is the only way you should do it. Just make a joke out of it. I know you love Ben Reilly because yeah. he's an edgelord. He's an edgelord, and I think it sums up just the, how mental comics are. I think he's like the pinnacle of characters for oh, how man. wrong a story can go. Um, please, I really want people to message in to know if you've kept up with what happened here. Um, oh, if you I read really the Clone Saga, I'd also like to, you to put a message in, maybe tell us what you thought of it while it was happening. Because yes. I can't imagine living through it. And I mean, I did, but I can't imagine like week to week buying the issues. No, but I feel like I've died and been resurrected 27 times in this report. <laughs> Do you want me to take us out? But I just did a report. You have to take us out. <laughs> That's what I just said. Do you want me to take oh, us out? Sorry, I thought, uh, I can't hear. It's too hot sorry, to Sorry, I listen. died and I just came back. Um, sorry, sorry. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, You're the Sean, jacket. actually. I'm Connor. <laughs> But, but I have Connor's memories and you have Sean's memories. Yeah, it really worked out well for everyone. It's perfect. Perfect storytelling. No notes. Um, no notes. If you like Go what ahead. you heard here, we've done hundreds of other reports and lots of other comic book characters. DC, Marvel, we've covered them all. Um, you can go back and listen to all of them. They're on Spotify, iTunes and basically all your podcast platforms. Um, if you give us a like and uh, follow whatever podcast platform that you're listening to us on, it would really, really help us out. Um, we have an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, they're all down below. And we have a Patreon where we put up movie, extra movie shows where we review movies that maybe see if they still hold up from a few years ago. And um, we also did a Spider-Verse review on Monday, so check that out, yeah. along with Weird News. And if you could just tell one human being that we exist, that'd be just, pretty good. Just the one. Yeah, just the one, please. Just the one. And if you um, so, a load so of ice, you drop order. it on me. I've been shot on me. And I... The jackal. I want to report the jackal. Okay. We'll see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.